M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Cow. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We're Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Feel it. Feel it! Thank you for joining us this fall day. Oh my goodness. It's a, it's a, it's a crisp air out. Oh. It's snappy. It's very crisp. It's very snappy. And mm. yet we're all still crazy. Yes! But speaking of crazy, you know how you can have a crazy good time? Jo- by joining us next week for our Madison show, 102321, the Survivors Tour. Can't wait. You know what? If you're not in Madison, Wisconsin, to join the Sexy Liberals live on stage, that's Mama, Fugelsang, Hal, and Frangela. You can go to sexyliberal.com and pick up your pay-per-view ticket do it yeah live it's like being there you are there you are there it's oh. gonna be amazing fun yeah can't wait can't wait and then you can always always visit the sexy liberal podcast network at the sexyliberal.com as well check out all the fantastic podcasts do it now if you're not listening from the bunker i question yes. what's going on with you yes okay yes, yes. also if you're for all of those of you who are already our patreon subscribers Thank you. You are the only reason anything is happening. <laughs> you are the wind beneath my wings. Okay, that's not even how. That's not even the melody. Of this song. That is the worst. See, but you know what I do love about us? Hmm. We challenge stereotypes, like all black women can sing. That's right. So uh, there, we we cannot. Mm. So thank you to you and anybody who's interested in supporting this black-owned business and can. We would really appreciate it and uh, as part of our many ways of saying thank you to you you get what francis three micro idiots a week tell me that ain't a thank you oh my all caps i mean you know what and here's the thing see not only do you support this business but you also support your own self-care by making sure you like we've been getting email after email after email at idiot of the week 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 dot com 
or a gmail. gmail.com one day she's gonna learn one of our email addresses i'm gonna learn it i'm gonna I'm learn a, it i'm gonna tattoo it on your eyeball i'll tell, I'll tell you <laughs> And, but people have been saying that they that each week, you know, saying this is the funniest micro idiot yet. This is the funniest micro idiot. No, this was the funniest micro idiot. Micro idiots idiot. are where we get to do a really in-depth analysis of an idiot's story. That's right. It feels very dateline, very 60 minutes, you know. <laughs> um, it's it's like it's in-depth, you know. Yeah. Like uh Amon Poor. What's her name? Yeah. Like we turn into her, but of stupid. Well, of stupid. So go ahead and get your self-care on and come on and be a part of our page. Patreon. You can also get a specialized video if you go to cameo.com and put in Brangela. Lots of fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, every Friday yeah, on the Stephanie Miller Show, live for the third hour. You got Fridays with Frangela, That's or right. better known as the Black Power Hour. What happens? That is where Stephanie Miller transmogrifies mm -hmm. into Stephanie Mills. Oh, that's beautiful. With a political edge. And we also want to remind you about Idiot of the Week live on Facebook. Join us on our Frangela Duo page live Tuesdays at 1 p.m. And you can watch us do Idiot of the Week live. That's and you specific. get to see it. Yes. You can actually see us, which is important. All right, let's <laughs> let's get a going. Wisconsin parents file lawsuit against school districts over their children's COVID-19 infections. Thank you. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. This first lawsuit was filed in federal court last week by Shannon Jen Jensen against the walk. I'm not even going to say because you people get on on, on nerves. Waukesha. With their yeah, but they, they I, I'm, somebody's going to say, no, it's not Waukesha, it's Waukesha. The, the, I, when I tell I you how yeah, many of true. these we get. It's true, it's true, uh, it's true. School district. Uh, the, a number of school board members and district employees, according to court documents. Uh, and then another parent filed a complaint, a separate complaint, against the Fall Creek School District, the board superintendent and individual board members for, quote, recklessly refusing to implement COVID. COVID-19 mitigation strategies that are recommended by the CDC, according to the complaint. Yep, yep. This is a quote. By bringing students back to class around unmasked staff, reinstituting extracurricular activities and allowing potentially contagious visitors and volunteers into the schools without masks, the FCSD and the board threw students into a COVID-19 quote-unquote snake pit, creating an affirmative duty to keep their students safe from COVID-19. And I agree with that. Absolutely. I Absolutely. I need, I need, I need people to sue. Millions of people Ron have died DeSantis. from this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Greg Abbott. Thank you. All of these people thank you. need to be held responsible for not mitigating the, and, and instituting any actions they can to keep people safe, especially when you are and have been hired That's by the right. public. That's absolutely right. I agree. If it were anything else, we wouldn't be okay with it. That's right. That's the thing. And I don't know why we as a culture, so many areas are allowing for this sort of bifurcation of what makes sense. So like, where we're like, oh, well, this vaccine, this deadly disease, this deadly virus that has killed over 700,000 people in this country, millions worldwide, that it is okay to have people have feelings and opinions about whether or not they're going to participate in keeping themselves and other people safe is bullshit. We say it all the time. We say it every week, but I agree with this. If this were anything else, when I think about how parents have um, railed against um, different people have railed against diseases that were not, that are not transmitted this way, like mm -hmm. AIDS, people mm -hmm. having HIV, being HIV positive, having AIDS, how they've been discriminated against. Mm -hmm. How, um, when I think about all the different ways, girl, you know what? Stop. I'm just... Stop! Hold it right there. Because you the fuck the fuck right. Okay? Thank you. You the fuck right. Thank you. You the fuck 
right. And I can't say it enough. How we what have, am I? you are the fuck right. Thank you. Because the how we have treated our gay brothers and sisters. That's right. And anybody who has, and, and, and anybody who has got a HIV positive or AIDS. Who, who, who have people had dealing with, who, black, however they got it. How, they got it. How we have treated maligned that's right. people. That's maligned right. people. Ostracized. In, that's right. They had to become girl. a protected class of people, in fact. That's right. Go rewatch Philadelphia. Like, I've just. The, the way that w- this country has chosen to react to far less. To, to situations that. Not that HIV, AIDS is not absolutely deadly dangerous, and we still. Uh, regardless. Well, who's the one politician who said that there was a vaccine for AIDS? Recently, it was, I think it might have been, it might have been Abbott, actually. But, um, but in any case, if this were any of those things, if it, I have watched, we have read story after story of parents being pissed that, that their kids have to learn, might learn about slavery. Yeah. But you're okay with them being exposed to a deadly virus? Yeah. Like, it's just, I am done trying to hold and cradle their cognitive dissonance. I'm done with it. I don't give a fuck if they understand it, and I don't give a fuck if they like it. You know what? You know what? Someone said, uh, a doctor said recently, and it's the best thing I've heard so far. She said, no longer are we treating people for COVID-19. She says, mm-hmm. oh, what I'm treating people for are their political views. Hello? People are ill Thank and you. dying Thank from you. their political views. Thank and you. And that is what the doctor is treating. The yeah. doctor isn't treating COVID-19. No, because we don't have a cure for COVID-19. We got a, we got a, we got a, we got a, va- we got a vaccine for that. No, not, they can't cure it, but we have a way to protect yourself much better That's from it. That's right. But they're not willing to do that. That's right. So and, what does and, she have to treat in that, in that emergency yeah. room? Just treat their political views. Here they are sitting there saying, I don't have COVID-19 in these people's face as they get intubated. That's right. And I don't care. I don't care if they understand. I don't care if they agree. I think every single employer should be mandating this. I think the government should be mandating it. And I think that all of these politicians, and they are right to file these lawsuits, and then I think these actions should be should be criminal. I just read a story about how a man who, um, somebody putting up on um, false COVID information mm-hmm. is going to jail, right, yeah. um, on, on Facebook, right? And, and I'm trying to figure out, but the president can stand, the former president can stand at a podium with a, with a doctor who then somehow gets to keep her license, yeah. which I don't understand why Scarves gets to still be a doctor after mm-hmm. sitting there while he talked about people should drink, try drinking bleach. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like, I'm trying to, none of this shit works and I'm sick of us acting like this is somehow, and we're, of course, we're not acting that way, but this idea that we have to trip all over the truth with this group of people, that we're going to talk them into anything, I don't care if they believe in it or not. They have to wear their seatbelt, they can't smoke in my face, and they're going to have to get fucking vaccinated. Well, you know Period. why? You know why they think they can act like that? Because Texas governor orders businesses to not mandate vaccines. Texas governor Greg Abbott issued an executive, executive order mm-hmm. barring any entity in the state, any entity in the Federal state. Federal law pre- supersedes state, but it, it, it's absolutely, but uh, yeah, but, he's but, a fucking piece of shit. And I have to say this, Elon Musk can suck my dick. Yes. Moving to Texas this is, is quite clearly for his quite broke old motherfucker. Yeah, he's, I, 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 he can, I like seriously, I know. and I'm sorry for saying it that way, but ju- seriously, that's how I feel. Yep. But yep. absolutely, I uh, he, at first, this is the thing, this is what I don't understand. Here we are dealing with people not understanding things, and this is the quote, right, from Governor Abbott. The COVID-19 vaccine is safe, effective, and our best, if, this is him, right? Yep. Our best defense against the virus, but should always remain voluntary and never forced. Abbott tweeted as he announced his new order. Yeah. Under 
understand how little sense that makes. No. Yeah. This thing is the best thing we have to stop this disease, to stop the spread of this virus, to, to maybe get our economy going for real, mm-hmm. to maybe to move forward, to have kids not be able, you know, people stop. We're still losing 10,000 people a week. Yeah. You know, um, to stop that, that absolute, you know, but I'm not going to make you do it. But when I tell you, I all over the place, they've got things stopping me from doing shit that can harm me. Oh, no, no, no. All over this you know, place. He, no, in fact, he wants to tell you should be free. I should be free. You to should do be that. voluntary and never forced. But we're gonna for, we we're gonna we're gonna tell you what you can do about your wound. Oh no, that's right. A twelve year old. They won't tell a twelve year old they have to get vaccinated, but they will make her have a baby. That's right. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. And, and I and I'm sick of trying to act like it does. And I, Andrew Mitchell, I can't. Um, but <laughs> like yeah. And and here's the thing. When we he is uh advocating that he's selling private businesses. Yeah. which you know conservatives are all about private industry but he wants to tell private in- industry that they also can't mandate understand too and, I, and we, we say this in a lot of different ways uh, i think all the time understand that everybody trump backs loses right trump lost yeah understand that none of these people people go well wh- you know well why are they still appealing because that's about appealing to that group of people yes. that's not it doesn't make any sense for governor abbott to do anything to do this to say to you're absolutely right to violate a central tenet of his republicanism which is private business is the way to go yes and you should be free to do whatever the fuck they want that's right but here he is he reversed his position on that why because of that that group group of people why because they believe not that they believe that that group of people is really in charge that's right and that group of people is going to continue to be in charge regardless of what happens when we think we're voting in 2022 Mm -hmm. and i don't know that we are voting in 2022 and i i don't know how else to say it we say it every week on 70 minutes i'm gonna say it all through this podcast fucking in the filibuster that's all day long i don't and i'm a little mad at pelosi for talking about taking you know getting the bills down right and, and reducing, getting, re- reducing the bills to get them passed fuck you yeah get rid of the filibuster and pass the fucking packages and the voting rights laws that's right like but we're talking about this and and the reality is this shit we have got to we have to be louder yeah these people are loud as fuck they of course have caused an insurrection they're they're, they're still trying to organize one yep. we've been saying it since january 7th mm-hmm. but no you know like they organized in the coup right the fuck in front of us but the thing is that we need to, we have to be louder and that's why those lawsuits are important and i think that in every area that we can all affirm publicly where we stand we should be yep well and here's the deal because we can't have it every which way we can't sit here and say we want an economic recovery right but we don't want to have mass mandates we don't want to mandate vaccines and meanwhile we're we're dealing with unruly people who don't want any rules don't want to abide by any goddamn thing people are attacking people physically as we know the federal government they have asked teachers governors and teachers and school boards have asked the fucking federal government the justice department to get involved in helping to protect them Yes. From parents and from this rolling mob of asshole terrorists who come into communities, don't have any kids there, threatening people at school board meetings and beating people up. And it is extended, as we've talked about for years, we know if there's something we know, what do we always say? One of the toughest job, fuck those deadliest catch people. <laughs> the, um, they don't even know what tough is. The toughest job in this country is working that drive through. between, And it used to be at least that, that night to morning hour. Mm. Now it's all the fuck day. All day. But, but like that... 
everywhere we're looking, the amount of people being attacked physically around masks, around this issue, is exponentially increasing on a daily basis and getting more and more scary and more and more violent. Yeah, and the big picture is aggressive and violent clashes between customers and service workers over COVID safety protocols has led to prison sentences, fines, deaths. Many workers are simply just now saying, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to put up with this abuse and, any and, and, longer. And they're not getting unemployment anymore. No. Like a lot of places. So I haven't for almost, you know, since last year. So the reality is that businesses, when they talk about, it is partly number one, you don't pay people enough. Right. If you're not willing to pay people, um, people aren't lazy. You don't pay enough. And you don't pay enough particularly because because people aren't obeying max ma- mandates or ha- having to even engage in them. What's happening is Shotzi's kids are out of school for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Because the one because one tested positive for COVID, right? So that it meant everybody had to be out. That's right. The only person who actually got sick was was Shotzi. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like and like so, but the point is that like and so we don't have ch- you don't want childcare, mm-hmm. you don't want to pay for infrastructure, you don't want to pay for unemployment, you don't want to do any, you don't want to raise the minimum wage, but, but you think people should work and you don't want to protect their health or anybody else's either, and you want them to be put up with being physically assaulted and threatened. Is it me? Yeah, I know. I know. We had a record last, in, in August, a record 4.3 million people quit their jobs. And people are saying, you know what? I'll have to deal with this abuse. I don't. And, and, and here's the thing. The consumers, and especially in these spaces and places and states where they don't want to mandate masks, there are customers who are so used to a frictionless experience. Yes. And they want and they are looking for their servitude, which kills me, Angela, because you bitch, you just spent a year and a half not getting any kind of services. You had to cook every meal. You were home with them kids. Now all of a sudden. Now all of a sudden. Why is this up to speed? Right. Well, nothing is. And you're about to be hit with worse things because the those ships aren't getting unloaded. No, they're not. No, they are not. Well, I, I read an article this week and I saw, we were talking about it, about how big the big stores are deciding, are looking at not doing holiday sales anymore. Yeah. Because of um, inventory issues and I, they, you know, not making the money they want to make. But like, I like this. I mean, I don't love this quote, but I think this quote is important that, um, from the article you got. Um this is a quote. I was extremely lucky, lucky to work in a place where the employer treated the employees well and everyone made excellent money. Customers did make me quit. That's a bartender who goes by Ash in West Virginia yeah. who told Axios this. Um, and she went on to say, what really hurts is that the same people whining about people on unemployment were the same people who would come in and treat the people actually working like crap. Uh, and she moved out of the state, actually, as a result. It's absolutely disgusting and, and we see it all over the place yes. i've witnessed some of it where you're like what the fuck is going on like mm-hmm. i've been at the tail end of a couple interactions yeah. where i'm like what just happened yeah and it's people losing their shit attacking people threatening them following them. my mother just had a hate crime yeah so and it, it, the energy is so weird right i don't think it, i had to say it to her i was like mom that's a hate crime yeah and, and then, she was like oh which is ridiculous somebody coming up to your mother's car and spitting on it and, and told her, and her to go, go back, back to where, to where she, she came, came from. from and she was like you know what she said hmm. she went Boston? <laughs> Come on now. She didn't even, she because she was just, I think she was in shock. Uh, but, you know, and we got this story from um, Admiral McAdams. Yes. Um, a man died after being, after getting attacked by bystanders when he drove his car into a sidewalk and attempt, he was attempting to hit pedestrians. Right. Bec- as a way of, um, I guess, what he would call a protest. Yes. Against masks. Yeah. And he, I mean. And he was, he had been drinking in California. This is California, yes. too. This is not Texas, Florida. This no, is here. here. He, drinking in a bar. 
got put out, and then what does he decide to do? Mm-hmm. Once, twice, in two, in two different moments, mm-hmm. he tries to run more people down. Yep. And then he uh, lost control of his car in his second attempt at trying to run people over and struck a tree. And then the bystanders then decided it was time to take justice in their hands. They pulled him out the car and um, there was a physical altercation. Yeah. Uh, So uh, it looks like um, he was pronounced dead on the scene. Mm -hmm. They haven't released his identity, but this is like 15 miles from Los Angeles. This is not, you know, whatever. And... The reality is, it's like the, when uh, the admiral, uh, he's an admiral in our army of the Antietam, when he sent us the story, he was talking about how tribal, quote, things have gotten. And mm-hmm. I would say, I wouldn't use that that lexicon, if you will, for that, but I would say that, that what we are, we've been saying it and saying it and saying it, we aren't prevent, we're in the Civil War. Yep. We're in it. We're just not at organized battles yet. Yep. That's what January 6th was, though. Be clear. Yeah. That had those people been able to zip tie some people, they would have. In a and, and they were within minutes of being able to do it. Some cases, seconds. When you watch Mitt Romney run, <laughs> which, by the way, we don't see enough. I don't know why. I don't, I'm not seeing memes of that. Um, like, like, and that he been quiet as a motherfucker, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Yes, he has. We'll be right back after these messages. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at The Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details we're putting the band back together. Sexy Liberal is in person again, this time in Madison. Okay, fine. Madison it is. At the Barrymore Theater, October 23rd. All four cast members will be on stage performing together. But going into Wisconsin. Stephanie Miller. Can I just go with Bunker Bitch? How many times did you actually your diaper in your little bunker? John Fugelsang. What a pleasure it is to be in a room full of so many atheists doing the Lord's work. Comedy duo Frangela. Y'all are some sexy liberals. Yes. And Hal Sparks. I got kicked out of the South for thinking too much. All live and in person at the Barrymore Theater in Madison on October 23rd. But if you can't get to Wisconsin in October, the show will also be simulcast live via pay-per-view on Meat Hook. Come see the show live or stay at home and watch in the comfort of your living room. A limited number of post-show meet and grope tickets will be available at the Barrymore Show. And please, all attendees need to be vaccinated to attend the live show. October 23rd at the Barrymore in Madison. Sexy Liberal returns. Welcome back. Two Georgia election workers fired over alleged voter application shredding. Okay. And I, you know okay. what? It's not alleged that things were shredded, by the way. Right. It's alleged if they haven't been found guilty yet. I need, 
I need these people to go to jail. Oh, hell, in a big hurry. Let me help them. I'll drive them. But what was our conversation we were having before this is, we started? This is, and this has been true. And actually, Francis, we've said it for years. Yeah. If we're going to call voting our most sacred right as American citizens, it, it, our most sacred treasured institution, why do we have it manned by volunteers? Yes. I've never understood it. Why I could go to it and bless those people for volunteering, especially right. now, the ones who have good and pure intent. But it was, it's always been frustrating when you go there and you're dealing with people who really don't know what they're doing at sometimes and are very well-meaning and I'm glad they're there. But this should be a job. That's like, right. Like, with we accountability. Sh- thank you. And, and vetting of the laws. And, and exactly. Training. The idea that we allow volunteers to, to have anything to do with voting is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. Um, and we've, and, and that's the, that's a problem that has nothing, that existed before uh, the insurrection. But the reality is, especially now, I think it's time to move voting into an official duty of people who are actually being paid and have actually been vetted and hired by the state. Yeah. And every state needs to look at doing that. Well, the workers allegedly checked out batches of applications. Checked for, out? But checked I don't out. understand this procedure either. I know. But... Checked out apple, batches of applications for processing, then shredded some of the forms before properly entering them into the system. Co-workers reported the case to supervision. To a supervisor, yeah. To a supervisor. And uh, and here's my thing. It's like, and they're saying that it's not immediately oh, clear. It, yeah, but we're talking about po- potentially 300 election-related yeah. uh, applications. That's right. That we know of. That we know of. That we know of. And that's of. only because somebody told. That Somebody day. saw it. Now, my question is, why? where can you take these? How is it that there's a shredder anywhere near where the vote applications are? How is it that they're able to take physically take an application anywhere? Yeah. You know, like, I don't, like, there, there's a chain of custody issue here, which is, is is frustrating to say the least but i do not understand why we as a culture why we as a people are allowing our so-called most sacred institution to be handled with less care than who votes for american idol winners yep yeah like at this point given the attacks on it like what dude let me tell you something angela and i have been a part of two different voting systems for TV shows. Yes. One for I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. That's right. Yeah, that one made, was really stupid. The way yeah. they did that one was really but, but But here's the thing. There were more laws and rules around how you could vote for us. Oh, well, we had to be thoroughly we, vetted. Like, if we knew anybody who worked on the production, I'm if we knew anybody you. who had anything to do with it. In fact, we've worked We've worked the other side of this issue. That's right. We've worked as producers on game, on game shows, and those are heavily regulated. Right, Absolutely. and there were lawyers on set constantly, and we had a situation where one of the contestants knew um, knew very, very sp- had special relations. Yeah, with all of the men. Yeah, who, who she were involved. knew of everybody. She, she knew everybody. She was a friendly person. Yeah, and she was in charge of herself, and we celebrated. The problem is, from this legal standpoint. And it literally got, it bore out for us. Because, like, literally when they, we were told by some of the people on the show that they knew this woman, who was one of the contestants, they were like, they turned to each other and go, we should make sure she wins. And I was like, see, this is exactly why this can't happen. Yeah. So then we had, that person couldn't be on the show because she knew people who could, who could influence things. So the reality is we, we've got to, especially in this environment where we're at now, it is time for us to really look at 
first of all, we've got to pass the Voting Rights Act law legislation, John Lewis Act and the Voting yes. Rights, you know, like, and, and get rid of the filibuster to do it because this is absolutely insane. But then on a, a local level, it's time, you know, if you can, and I, and I think a lot of us unfortunately can in terms of having time, I think we should all try to to be involved in voting and to be involved in how it, 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 it gets counted and done. Like we, you, we should all be, let's all try, let's all look into what it takes to volunteer in our communities and try to do that. Because the reality is, is that we have without it, without that access, yeah. we are doomed, everybody. And, you know, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not big on being a naysayer, but I am concerned about it. Oh, yeah. I don't at this moment, I don't think we I I don't know why anybody thinks that any of these things are going to matter after 2022. That's they're right. they're creating laws. They're going to use the laws they're creating. I don't know why people don't see this. And the second the Republicans have the majority, they're going to get rid of the filibuster. I watch it be the first thing Mitch McConnell does. Yep. Like that's it, it's the most ridiculous shit in the world that we're allowing to play out. I don't give a fuck about it. If this doesn't happen, if we don't stop this voter tampering, yeah. And, and and destruction of our right to vote, then it doesn't matter what's in the bill. We don't Pelosi and you know I love me some Nancy Pelosi, but seriously girl, you know the the answer to this the not being trying to pass these bills isn't to make them smaller it's to get rid of the filibuster absolutely and that is our final word now it's time for resistance wrap up as usual we would like you to call your your uh, senators and representatives 202-224-3121 that's a general off um, number to get to your particular people and tell them that you would like them to end the filibuster yes. and support voting rights this is uh, keep incarcerated parents and their kids connected. I thought uh, we code for something a little more specific this week. Yeah, yeah. Chip in uh, to power the fight for phone justice. Uh, I don't know if you have ever had a uh, a friend or family mm -hmm. member be a guest, uh, guest of the, of the state, state. Uh, but it is expensive, you know, in terms of yep. communicating. And, and you know, and here's the thing: a person serving their time, they're serving their time. And they have family members. And oftentimes, that's the only time and way that they get to be. Especially because of COVID restrictions. It's you like, can't go visit you can't anybody. Go visit. So you they, can't connect. You can't eat physically even. You can't even do the glass behind the glass thing. That's right. And haven't been able to for over, almost two years. You know? That's right. So the reality is that the only way that people have to talk to their children, if they're in prison or vice versa, whatever, is through the phone. But phone, but the the phones cost money and they the rate they charge is far above. It's way out of line. Family members have to pay up to $16 to be able to speak with a parent or loved one for 15 minutes. And you know, if you're a kid and you want to talk to your Shit, dad, you're me. Yeah. I, I mean, times is tough. Yeah. I ain't got fifteen. You know, I mean, you know, thirty dollars to talk to, to to mama for thirty minutes. So the reality is that these people, so color for change, um, color of change, rather, they do a lot of great work. But this is a, a program that they're that they've created, uh, and you can give them support. And it's their nationwide in their nationwide campaign for phone justice. Incarcerated parents who simply want to speak to their children shouldn't face financial hurdles. This is a level of humanity and decency that every person deserves and should be entitled to, especially during a pandemic so if you go to uh info at colorofchange.org you know is, that, is the email but go to colorofchange.org and and look for this program and if you can throw them throw them a, throw somebody some 15 minutes thank you thank you we so much it. we really appreciate it i'm francis callier i'm angela v shelton we are francis thank you so much for listening to the, the final 